check, check, check. All right, sweet. There we are. Yeah, we good. All right, man. So, um, hey, real talk, though. I might have to go get some more massage therapy, man. <laughs> get this. Was it a life changer? Bro, listen, man. <laughs> Bro, when you get a big, strong dude oiling you up and rubbing up on you like that, bro, change your life. <laughs> I'm still gangster though, so I'm still, <laughs> I'm still gangster. Don't get it twisted. I'll let you keep your man card. Hey, listen, bro. I'm still gangster, man, but that dude, hey man, dude knew what he was doing, man. He knew what he was doing with his shout hands. Shout out, shout out to Chip. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> bro, I can't take it serious. That's My his man name. said a big, muscular man bro, with some dude, man hands. Fam, I text, his name is Chip. Bro, I'm dead serious. I texted Lexi. I'm like, babe, this finna suck. This dude is swole. <laughs> oh I got the text in my phone, bro. I'm like, yo, this dude finna put in work on me right now, man. Your heart is the seat of the spirit, the throne from where you rule from here on earth. A priest's responsibility is to offer up spiritual sacrifices which are pleasing to him. A king's responsibility is to make judgments, decisions, and decrees. You are in a position where you worship God, and through that relationship as a priest, you make decisions as a king on how you're going to live your life. So I'm a priest and a king. Don't be talking about my man Chip like that, man. Don't talk about my man Chip. Or you gonna get Dale? What Chip? What Chip ever? What Chip ever do to you? He was a rescue ranger. <laughs> anyway, what's up, everybody? I'm Anthony. I'm Santiago. And this is Priests and Kings. You're. You know, last time we were talking about mistakes and growth, and we said something that was a. Uh, that was very important that I feel like we really need to talk about, and that is knowing your worth. 100%. Knowing your worth, whether it be of the things of God or it be like in what you're doing business-wise, I DJ so if it's a gig you're doing, you got to know your worth because if not, then people are going to take advantage of that. Yeah. It's happened. I Me mean, as a DJ, it's happened. It. it it happens, bro. <laughs> and you won't know you're being taken advantage yeah. of. Yeah. You probably will, but you will... In my case, it's like, I'm too nice of a person. <laughs> you know how people say that? Yeah. Um, my weakness is that I'm too nice. I be, I be too nice sometimes. But you'll recognize it, but it'll put a bad taste in your mouth toward that thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. So like if I love DJing, but then I see people taking advantage of my DJing, it puts a bad taste in my mouth about DJing. Yep. I don't want to DJ no more. It, right. Yeah. So, and that's, that's why that's dangerous. You know what I mean? And if you don't know your worth as a child of God, then you don't know what's available to you. If you don't know what's available to you, then you don't really know how to navigate. Or how to seek it. You got to know what you're worth. You got to know your value. And, you know, in general, to God, people are priceless. Because right. you, you got to think, man, God literally, he, he, when he created everything, he spoke it. So he said, let there be light. He said, let the seas and the land separate. He said, let the sun light up the day and the moon light up the night. He said, let's put birds in the air, fish in the sea, animals out here. 
But he literally didn't just say anything with people. He actively took dirt and formed man and then breathed his own spirit into man. That's sick. Think think about that. I just pictured the whole thing while you were saying it, bro. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but that's but that's I what I mean. Somebody at a beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making a Ma- sandcastle right. person. <laughs> right. And then when they're done, just <sighs> Yeah. And then and, they come into life. And not just that, but when he <laughs> every time he made something, he said it's good. So and then when he made man, he looked at man. He's like, yo, we're gonna make man in in our own image. We're gonna make man in our image. So he made he made man in his image, said it's good, and breathed life into it. That's fire. That's priceless. Think about, I mean, if anybody listening, if you've created something, how do you feel about what you created? Or even if you listen, if you spent hard-earned money to buy something, how do you feel about your possession? Think about that. Fam, who gets upset? Raise your hand if you're listening and you get upset about somebody stepping on your J's. Double time. <laughs> right. Okay, because why? Because those I shoes... Saved, I will fight you. Right, because <laughs> those shoes are worth a lot of money. Somebody steps on them, messes them up. Bruh, you know how much these shoes cost? You didn't pay for them. So you know the value of your shoes, but right. do you know your self-worth? Dope. Do you know what how valuable you are to God, the creator of the universe, the creator of your soul? Do you know that? <laughs> Do you know your own worth in what you're doing? I have to know my worth as a personal trainer. I have to know my worth as a DJ. I have to know my worth as a child of God. I have to know my worth as a husband, as a father. I have to know that. Because if I don't, A, I'll feel unappreciated, unwanted. Um, and B, like I said earlier, it'll just put a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, like I, I did that, that gig... I'm not gonna mention where. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to not just blatantly bash <laughs> names like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't feel right about it. I got you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like yeah. so I'll just say this place that I DJ'd at wanted me for like four or five hours with equipment and only wanted to pay me one fifty as a DJ. Now there are DJs that charge one fifty an hour. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, at that time, I was charging about seventy an hour. So you want to pay me for two hours of my work plus equipment, but you want to pay me for four or five hours of that time, pretty much. And we agreed to two hundred, but the only reason why I did that was once again. I wanted to do a gig there. Like, I wanted to DJ there for an event. Because the week before, I was literally there with Lexi and Jeremiah. And I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool to DJ an event here. And the next week, literally, somebody hit me up. Hey, yo, we need a DJ for this event. I'm like, bet. You know That's what I mean? That's exciting. Right. The opportunity alone made you want exactly. to jump on it. Exactly. And, you know, in a sense, I was kind of taken advantage of. Because, like, for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And something in me that day, I remember something in me that day flipped. And I was like, that's never going to happen again. Like, I'm never going to... Because, once again, like I shared before, um, I'm just telling the whole story. So, um, they had a hype man come in that was really good at what he did. He's such a great hype man. The problem was this... And this is why I had a hard time at the gig. And this is why you have to know your worth. You have to know your value. You have to know who you are in what you're doing. 
because this is here's the thing. I can hype man and DJ, no problem. This hype man was really good at being a hype man. The problem was my DJing with his hype man didn't work. The way he hype man and the way I DJ don't mesh. Because the way I operate, I need freedom. You can give me boundaries, but I need freedom within those boundaries. Right. I don't want to, because I feel constricted if not. And so because of that, because I felt constricted and I couldn't do what I wanted to do, the hype man, and like I said, he's a really good hype man. He's a prominent hype man. He, he's done a lot of events and stuff. He's done something with, with some famous artists, A.O. and Tao, the name one, things like that. Rolly, 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 whatever. So, you know, he's done all that. He's done big events and everything, so I, I'm not taking anything from him. But the way he operated, he kept stopping me. And that I can't do. Like if I, I have to I have to focus on the flow. On the, yeah. Like I need to flow. I need to find a flow and I need to find the yeah. rhythm and I need to Music move. Music is important. I have to <laughs> Yeah, it's like I have to find the pocket. Even when DJing, I have to find the pocket. And I couldn't ever get there. And so I was frustrated the whole night. And then I went back on the three things I said I would never do as a DJ. I said I would never be a YouTube DJ. I said I would never uh, play explicit songs, like explicit lyrics. The song has to be clean. Mm -hmm. And I have to hear the song and listen to the song and screen the song before I play it. So normally when I do a gig now, you know, I ask, hey, are there any songs that are off limits? Are there any songs that absolutely have to be played? All right, now that that's out of the way, I just want to let you know that I'm not going to play any song that's not a clean version of the song, and I have to hear the song before I play it. So if it's a request, if I haven't heard it before, I'm not playing it. So if you have any requests, I suggest you get them to me now so I can screen the songs. Because mm -hmm. clean versions ain't always clean. <clears throat> nah, they always miss a certain word here. Either that or there's, <laughs> they leave the slang terms in. Yeah. Like Everybody knows what giving me top means. Pretty I'm much. <laughs> but you leave it in a song, but everybody knows what it means. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just being real, <laughs> you know? So I did all three of those things that I said I wouldn't do. Got paid dirt cheap. It was just a terrible gig, bro. Yeah, man. And it, and it really put a, a, a bad taste in my mouth. I felt really bad. And I even like had to like talk with Nick a few times about it because I'm like, I messed up. I felt I was so convicted, bro. You know what I mean? And so I had to learn my worth. And so probably not even a year later, <laughs> this dude hit me up. He DJs at the distillery in Stewart. Mm -hmm. And he hit me up. He's like, hey, bro. He's like, um, I was wondering if you wanted to pick this up. It's a it's an every week gig, Friday nights from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., this and that. He's like, they pay 150 So I'm like, knowing my worth, no. first of all, I charge 70 an hour. I can make that in two hours somewhere else, first of all. Second of all, you mean to tell me this is every single Friday night away from my wife, away from my two kids from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., not including setup and teardown time, plus being around a bunch of drunk people all night? I'm straight. Word up. <laughs> I'm straight. It doesn't even sound attractive. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> but if, if I didn't know my worth and I was insecure about <laughs> DJing, I probably would have took that. Mm-hmm. Because, see, when you don't know your worth, you get insecure. And when you get insecure, you start making decisions based on your insecurity and not sound judgment. Right. The Bible says you have a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. 
sound mind also translate in, in some um, in some translations of the Bible translates to self-discipline, referring to sin, but also referring to decisions that you're making. Right. You can't make a decision if you don't have a sound mind. Correct. That's why you don't make decisions based off emotion. They call them rash decisions. Right. Because they leave a rash. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. if I make a decision based on how I feel right now, then this podcast wouldn't happen. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. earlier I'm like, I don't really want to record. But I'm like, no, you, bro, get your butt up and get ready. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, basically. It was you know, funny. God was working through me. Because I was like, are you? Right. It's still good? Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, but that's why I thought it was funny because I was like, because when I made up in my mind, I was like, no, we're going to, we we got to do it today. There's mm-hmm. no way because next week we got a wedding. Not going to be able to. So I was like, we got to do it today. So I was like, bro, you still good for today? And then when you said it back, I laughed so hard, bro. He's like, you still good for today? I'm like, ah, you funny. <laughs> So I didn't take that personal or anything, but it was really funny though. I was cracking up, bro. Cause last time it was my fault. You know what I mean? Because I mean, like, you know, and that that's actually part of knowing your worth too. Um, because I was feeling I was feeling illegitimate. I was ready to put everything down. I was ready to I'm I'm I was in a position where I'm not do, I'm not going to church. I'm not training nobody. I'm not gonna DJ anymore. I'm not gonna uh, do the podcast. I'm just gonna go to work. Come home, be good, be done. Like that's the that's the place I was in, and I literally had to pick myself up out of that. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? But a lot of that was stemming from some sort of insecurity. Yeah. Because I felt like, in a sense, God was overlooking me. Because, like I said, like I had pain, massive pain in my neck and my shoulder, to a point where it, it hurt to it hurt to cough. <laughs> if I sneezed, bro, mm. the pain that radiated. Mm. I can was imagine. terrible because you and tense then, that up so much when you sneeze. Yeah, bro. and oh then my God. and then even <laughs> but it even hurt to laugh. Like I couldn't even have a good time. That sucks because there's medicine and laughter. That's what I mean. So I'm like I'm laughing, but I'm in pain. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But it's not like a laugh at my pain. It's not like a. It's not like a. Oh, I'm laughing because I'm hurt, or <laughs> I, I'm trying to cover it up. No, I had genuine joy, but that genuine joy is getting interrupted by this pain right here. And so I felt like, in a sense, God was overlooking me, and God was like, literally, like, "Nah, you good." Like, how can the Bible say that Jesus came to heal all oppressed by the devil? Right now, I'm oppressed by the devil, and I don't got healing. What's up with that? And it so, went on for quite some time. Right, so I can could, I could see why it's been four that. months since before yeah. Thanksgiving. It's a long time since the because remember we were actually supposed to start recording. Yeah. <laughs> way back then. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I can't. Like, my neck is killing me right now. Mm-hmm. And it didn't stop hurting from then on. I remember. Like, that. it's just now starting to get better, bro. That's so crazy. And it's it's March. <laughs> Two <laughs> days and it's March. Yeah, that's nuts. You know what I mean? So, so I, I was feeling overlooked. You know, and if if I didn't know my worth to God, and if I didn't know my worth as a child of God... Probably wouldn't be here right now. Nah, you probably would have gone deeper. Yeah. Probably spiral. I would have gone. I would have been gone. For sure. Thank God I have a God-fearing wife. <laughs> She's like, look, <laughs> you need to chill out. I will drag you to church if I have to. Like that's. Right. Uh, thank God I have a wife like that. Because if not, bro. She's fully capable, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> she is strong. fully capable. She heavy handed too, bro. <laughs> like our our daughter got it from her. My daughter hit me the other day. She does this thing now, where, like, cause me and her play, you know, just like hit her and it go psh, 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 as I hit her. Yeah. Bro, she came up to me where psh, psh. I'm like, God dang, King yeah, Kong. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yo, sometimes these little kids be getting you. Yeah, like, bro. At a like, good wait angle a minute. Or something like, like whoa. Just, you must know I used my to fight people. You, you must know my <laughs> massage therapist. <laughs> chip, chip, know you. Chip, know you. <laughs> you went to go check Chip. No. <laughs> what Chip done taught you, man? <laughs> Shout out to Chip. Shout out, Chip. <laughs> Shout out, I Chip. <laughs> but yeah, man. But and that's why you know, knowing your worth is just super important, man. Not yeah. just if you want to grow, but if you want to be sustained. You know what I mean? Anything can stem from, I just don't know my value. Like, if you know your worth, people, A, can't take advantage of you. But, like, you can call the shots. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, you know, I've, when you know your worth and you set your standard, you set your bar... People, if they respect you enough, they're going to be willing to meet that anyway. So, for example, if I I don't go to my barber, I just got a haircut today. I don't go to my barber knowing that a haircut is $20. I don't go there with 10 or 15 bucks. Like, hey, can I just give you this? Right. He's going to be like, hell no. What's wrong with you? Right? Because yeah. he knows his worth and he knows what he knows the bar that he set. So I, I need to respect that. Yeah. It's like when you know your worth, you demand the respect of that bar, in a sense. Correct. You know, because I, I even I had somebody hit me up a year and a half, two years ago. They were like, hey, uh, getting married soon. We're looking for a DJ for our wedding. I was like, all right, cool. Um, I charge this much. Uh, if you need equipment, it's a little bit extra. This and that. I need to meet with you guys at least twice before the gig. I'll need this and this and this, whatever, whatever, right? Just laid it all out. The response was, Oh, okay, you know, we were just looking around because we're on a really we're on a really tight budget. Okay. That's nice. You still need a DJ. <laughs> you see you see my point. <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't know my worth, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, you know, well, I'll go down. Right. And and I and right and and I don't mind working with people, but here, here was my thing when that was said. It's like, I see your Instagram and your Facebook. Um, you're going out to eat like every day, and you're doing this and that. You're buying new shoes, new clothes like every week. So just because your priorities are messed up, don't try and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't reflect that on me, mm -hmm. you know? And somebody vouched for them, like, yeah, they are really on a tight budget, this and that. That's nice. Okay. Then I'm not the one for you. Pretty much. And and knowing your worth, you have that power to walk away from that. You know, you don't feel entitled to do it, and you don't feel pressured to do it, and you don't feel like you have to do it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to do anything. Right. You know, and then and then on the flip side, when you know your value. Here's what I, I literally did last year. I had a sweet 16 I was DJing. And I know the, the lady whose daughter was. Um, she actually, my, my wife's boss at, at work. And I was like, yeah, I said, I normally charge this, but for you, 
care about y'all. Her daughter used to come in Club Pure. You know what I mean? I took care of her or whatever. So I said, I'm going to just charge you this. Don't worry about it. She said, oh, that's it? I said, yeah, that's all I'm going to charge you. She said, no, I'm going to pay you more than that. All right. And she paid me like a good $100 more than what I charged her. That's good. That's dope. I'm not going to settle. But I'm like, it's all love over here. I got you. Right. I'm going to hook you up. You know what I mean? But that was on me. Mm-hmm. They weren't saying, they weren't talking me down. They weren't bartering with me. They were like, nah, I'm going to pay you more than that. Yeah. So you have the power to do that when you know your worth. And if you know your worth as well, then that also means, all right, so this is where knowing your worth and growing goes hand in hand. Once you start growing in that, because my price wasn't always $70 an hour. <laughs> when I started, I did like 50 And then I'm like, you know what? I'm dope at this. <laughs> we gonna do seventy. It's not at seventy anymore, dog. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so the price goes up as the skill level goes up, as the equipment develops, as this. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same thing with personal training. Yeah. Like when I first started, it's like this much. <laughs> now it's like nah, this much. Mm-hmm. Not group sessions, this much. You see what I'm saying? And you have to respect that. If you can't pay that, all right, then I'm not for you. Yeah, man. Because I, because as a personal trainer, I still charge very cheap compared to a, oh, I, I can a lot of personal trainers, I can Very cheap. But because the reason why I charge like that is because I don't have all the equipment that I need that's necessary yet. And I also, I've only been doing it for a year now. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I recognize that. So right now, yeah. But you know what? It's going up. Yeah, but what you can do now is instead of writing personal trainer, you can write experience personal trainer. Correct. Because you have a year. No, of because experience. you know, but you know what I can also <laughs> do because I'm still working, I'm still growing. This this goes. I'm telling you, this goes hand in hand with knowing your worth. Because I'm a certified personal trainer, I'm a certified nutrition coach, I'm a certified weight loss specialist, and I'm a certified youth exercise specialist. There you go. But you can get a job right now making ninety five k. I could. You. I could, but making ninety five. But my passion right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd rather work with these kids right now. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's dope. And, that's, and that, yeah. hey, man, that's rewarding in itself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The money is not for everybody. Because again, when you're in the kingdom, it's gonna come. It don't exactly. matter what your job title is. It's gonna yeah. come. Like I said before, we got the cheat code of life, yeah. man. It's gonna happen. <laughs> but see, come. here's the thing: like it'll come, but you gotta work. For sure. And you got to know your value. You got to know your worth. You got to know. Like, perfect example of knowing your worth. I have a friend back in New York. One of my best friends. He started cutting hair when we were kids. Mm -hmm. We were in high school. And one day he was like, yo, I want to cut hair. Do you mind if, if I practice on you? I was like, you know what, bro? I'm cool with that. You could practice on me because my cousin owned the barbershop. Yeah. So if you mess me up, I'll just go to my cousin's and he'll fix me up. He's going to charge me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, that's cool. You could practice. So when I got him, when he got to the point that he was ready for a chair, I got him into the barbershop. Mm-hmm. I told my cousin, I was like, yo, my boy, this is the product right here. And right. I showed him, I was like, yo, look, he's good. Mm-hmm. Get him a chair. He's like, all right. He was only 17. Nice. So I was like, yo, get him a chair. He's like, yeah, yeah, tell him to come by. So he came through. He started working there, bro. And two years ago is when he finally left. Mm-hmm. We were there. He was there since we were 17. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just turned, what, 32? 
like two years ago, mm-hmm. and now he's doing his thing. Yeah. The whole time though, it got to the point where he was managing the barbershop, and things had to get put into his name. Yeah. It's not his shop. Right. Why are things under your name? Right. You know what I'm saying? You're here from open to close, even past close. Yeah. But you're not making it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell him this all the time. I was like, yo, you need to understand, bro. That's my cousin and all, but he's taking advantage of you. Yeah. He is taking advantage of you because you're willing to do it. Exactly. You're not showing him what your worth is, and he's not appreciating the type of person you are, exactly. that you're running his business. Exactly. This is essentially your business, mm-hmm. bro. And you're doing it for him. Right. I love my cousin and everything, bro, but he is he's running you down. Yeah. You need to start your own business. You gotta build for yourself. And, and for that, your yo, family. I kept telling him and telling him for years, bro, get out, get out, mm-hmm. start your own business. Don't mess your name up. Yeah. Cause he's not paying the bills. Right. And now you're coming out of pocket to pay these bills because you need somewhere to cut hair. Yeah. Get it together right you you spend money on this this my my best friend is a flashy dude mm-hmm. but he works hard yeah you know what i'm saying so i was like yo bro you buy this you buy that buy yourself a chair exactly buy yourself the exactly. equipment you need for your house exactly and he did it exactly. and now bro his haircuts are so fire mm-hmm. <laughs> his haircuts are so fire right before he left the barbershop he was the only one making 40 and up wow without tip that's crazy. That's just appointment. Yeah. That's it. 40 and up. And if it's cutting after hours, bro, 70 and up. Yeah. Off rip. Now that he's in his own thing, mm-hmm. if you cancel the appointment, he's making $35. Yeah. Yeah. That's because okay? that's because that's what um that's what my barber does too. That's the same thing he does. You know what I mean? But he wasn't able to do that with my cousins right. because my cousin wants a cut of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're right. renting the chair. Exactly. I need a cut of everything you're making exactly. to pay that rent. Mm-hmm. Now that he's not there, now you're getting everything. Exactly. And all the hard work you was doing, look, now you're seeing yeah. what you're worth, bro. Yep. And every all the customers are seeing what he's worth. They're not still going to my cousin's shop. They follow him. They follow him because they, yep. they, mm-hmm. they see the quality yep. haircut he gives. My man lathers you <clears throat> up, wraps you up in warm towels. Mm-hmm. And he he does authentic shaving. Right. He doesn't buy the cans. Yeah. Buy none of that. He makes it. (laughs) You know what I mean? When he brings it out, it's hot. Yeah. Like the shaving cream, hot because it's freshly made. Right. And he serves you alcohol, top notch Mm -hmm. stuff. Like he he's a big now he's a big whiskey guy. Gotcha. So now he has expensive whiskeys everywhere. But while you're getting your haircut, you're enjoying a nice glass of some whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just find it phenomenal that he's at this position because he finally recognized right. what he's worth. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. He's the only person I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's probably famous barbers out no, there trying got, to hunt it or cut. Yeah. But he's the only regular dude I know that off rip one person, he can at least make $150 off of that one yeah. person. Yeah, that's like <laughs> um, the dude who cuts my hair, Nick, and also a guy named Pito. Both of them worked at uh, legit, so like um, Jit, he he was he was a barber at uh, that barbershop MLB over on Okeechobee, right? He ends up opening his own shop. Nick and Pito both work at his shop, right? Now Pito owns his own shop, and Nick owns his own shop with his wife. Wow, you see what I'm saying? That is growth. 
because now they didn't just stay at that shop or whatever. And this and and y'all, this ain't a slight to nobody. Like nobody, yeah, nobody. should want to stay in the same position or do the same exact thing. You know what I mean? You should want to move up. There's levels to it, and there's always levels. There's always more to learn, mm-hmm. and you have to know the value of what you bring to the table because if not, then like you said, people are going to take advantage of you, and that's what happens. People take advantage of you, this and that. Because, I mean, I've, I even did a, I even did like a little youth concert thing for another church, and like they didn't even offer to pay me. Wow. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and because you're Christian everybody assumes that you're just going to do it for free. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's, that's the mentality. Yeah. And it's like, no, like this is time I'm taking away from my family. And that was the last time I ever, um, like this is the last free gig I do. If it's not in house, I'm charging. Yeah. Like if, listen, if pastor Nick or Misty or Chris, anybody come up to me like, Hey, we need you to DJ for this, this and this. Cool. I'm there. Count me in. Boom. Let's go. Yeah. Anybody from the outside come in like, yo, I need you to DJ this. All right, I charge this much an hour. Point blank. Since period. since you're since you're a church organization, I'll give you a discount. But I but I started realizing I realized after I took that that thing for the youth concert, you know, I decided to do it. But I'm like, dang, I'm really like taking away time from things that I'm doing. Like I'm really taking away time from my family. I'm taking away time to just to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's something I love to DJ. I love doing it. But at the same time, it's like I, I can't run myself ragged doing gigs for free. Right. Yeah. Because then, like I said, that puts a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happens. Like a lot of, you know, churches expect you to just do, expect you to just do it for free because, oh, it's for the Lord. That's nice. But this gig for the Lord your youth conference or your youth concert isn't paying my bills. Right. <laughs> so the basically the money that I could be making while I'm doing this for you, I'm not making because I'm doing this for you. Pretty much. I'd rather go buy my wife something. So I would take, like, as bad as this sounds, I would take somebody, I would take a, a wedding gig that's paying me my worth over... A, a church gig that's not gonna pay me any that doesn't even offer to pay me anything, right? Like something like, and that nice. sounds wrong. Like to to a Christian, to somebody who loves God, that sounds wrong. But at the same time, it's like, even if you're a church, you are not finna take advantage of me. Correct, <laughs> because I know what I'm worth, and you're not just gonna get my worth for free. Right, and if God speaks on it in the Bible, then why is it okay? Right. That's, that shouldn't be okay. Yeah. And so, and now, on the flip side, if God's like, hey, do this, no problem. God, I got you. There's a difference, though, because he's legit telling you directly. Exactly. He's tapping in and telling you, exactly. nah, you need to do this. Exactly. There's a difference from Exactly. <laughs> and so, and even then, like, there was, um like, a long time ago, there was a gig that I was invited to do at this really, really big church. I'm not even going to say the name. Really big church. Um... And so, and, and I didn't know why, but God was telling me, no, don't take it. I'm like, it, it paid really well. It's a big church. <laughs> they were expecting a, a couple thousand or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Like a few hundred, I would say, actually. Just probably a few, probably like 500. That's still a lot. 500 youth That's a lot. is what they were expecting. And so I'm like, man, so I'm like, 
why is God telling me no? That doesn't make sense. Like I felt reserve about it. So I'm like, no, I'm just not going to do it. And that bothered me because I'm like, why is God telling me no? And then I go on their website and I see what their church is about. The church has no vision on their website, no vision, no direction on, I don't know what you're about. And then I look at uh, what they had this tab, what to expect. Oh, you can expect um, uh, some, what was it? Some, some nice, some nice music in a very comfortable area setting and a message that'll help you get through the week. I'm like, that's it? That's all you feeding people? So we're going to play some music for you and give you something and pat you on the back and send you out the door so you can have a great week. That's not the <laughs> essence of what I want my life to be. I'm not just coming to church to get a cool message and leave like, yeah, I'm going to help, help through my week. Dude, that's no. what every church I've been to before I've met this one right. was about. <laughs> so so who are you empowering to release in the ministry? Mm-hmm. Who, whose lives are you actually changing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you actually doing for the community? Are you impacting your community? What are you doing? Yeah. You, you have no vision on your website. You have a really nice website, but there's no vision anywhere. And there's a nice facility. There's no... Because I can almost so guess. Much, bro. I can almost guess bro. who you're talking about. And <laughs> I've never been there, but anybody that I meet that's from there... I can tell if you're thinking that Christ, is, if you're thinking Christ Fellowship, it's not, not like. <laughs> if you think it's Christ Fellowship, it's, it wasn't Christ Fellowship. <laughs> but this this church was, I'll, I'll tell you off air. But this church is like it's not no, it wasn't no baby church. Like, it was, that's pretty established. Yeah. And just so, looking at pictures, that crap looked like an auditorium, bro. Oh, and that's was funny because like, a lot of schools in Florida don't know what an auditorium is. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's, and you know, that, that was kind of a side note, but you know, it's just self-worth is something that's in the Bible. Don't get it confused. Don't let that overshadow that you're being mean or you're, you're not, you're not doing something of God because he encourages you to recognize what your value is. Don't let anybody make you feel bad about your value. Correct. Correct. If somebody is making you feel bad about your value or about what or about what you bring to the table, then you run away from that person as far as you can. All day. You need people to empower you, to encourage yeah. you, not to tell you that, yeah, but you're not really worth that much. Right. Well, exactly. then I'm not really gonna be your friend. Well <laughs> well, then you can get somebody else. 100%. Like as a DJ, it's like <laughs> even people who are like Oh, you know, we're just looking around, looking for something cheaper. I guarantee you won't find anybody in this area cheaper than me. But then they calling you right back. So a lot of them don't. But I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. Right. Like, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I wasn't always like this, but I'm so secure in who I am now that it doesn't matter. If you don't want me to DJ, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to come train with me, that's fine. I don't. Okay. That's it. I'm not losing sleep. <laughs> like, much love to you. <laughs> Go get what you're looking for. Right. If you're looking for something cheaper, then enjoy yourself. <laughs> enjoy yourself. <laughs> right. You, you, you throw an iPod on with a Bluetooth speaker and go for it. I don't Facts. care. Like Download that Peloton app. Right. See if it helps <laughs> yeah, so, you. You know, so, yeah. I mean, it's so important because 
I've just seen people walk away because they don't know their value. They don't know their value in the Lord. They don't know their value, like, even to your friends, man. Like, yeah. you, you got to, like, value your friends. Yeah. And your friends should know your value. Like, yeah. they should know what you're worth. Right? Like, like my, you're, my, my wife is probably the biggest advocate for being, like, the person you can count on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I've seen her so many times, so many times, be in a friendship and it's always one-sided. One-sided, yep. She's always the one reaching out, always yeah. the one seeing if you need anything, if you want to hang out, if you want to have dinner, yeah. if you want to come to the kids' parties, just just anything, bro. If you just yeah. want to come over and just right. watch a movie with us, or let's order some Chinese, let's yeah. play some games or something. Yeah. It's always Always her like one-sided. For this particular group, friend. group of people. Okay? And... It's frustrating being the third party yeah. watching it. It's right. frustrating when you when you recognize the person that you're with and you know that what they're worth and you see other people not recognizing it. It bothers yeah, you. Yeah, like just undermining. Like it it to the core. Like yeah. it bothers me to the core because my wife is the sweetest girl mm-hmm. ever. Like she ba- she yeah. used to balance me because I was not right. the sweetest person. <laughs> I was the biggest a hole ever. <laughs> straight up, straight yeah. up. And sometimes it may come out of me, but I'm just being blunt. Right. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not I'm not the friend to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I'm the one to tell you you got a For poppy sure. seed in your in your tooth. Basically, I'm sorry if that bothers <laughs> you, but you look like a fool. Yeah, and I just want to let you know that I don't want you to look like a fool. Basically, now let me go look in the mirror and make sure. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just throwing the example, but it's just something like that. You know what I mean? Like it bothers me. Mm-hmm. It really bothers me when I notice that other people are not appreciating what they have. Right. It bothered me when my cousin was taking advantage of my best friend. Yeah. And I encouraged him to start his own business. Mm-hmm. It bothers me when I see people not calling my wife to see how she's doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you guys came? Yeah. Bro, that was like everything. I could tell. That was everything. I could tell. Not only because we haven't spoken to people in yeah. 10 days, but it was because like, yo, you care. Yeah. You came through to the crib. Right. I thought you were just going to call me. Yeah. And no. you ended up knocking at my door. Right. And I was like, what? Yeah. My man. <laughs> well, because cause that's the thing, man. Like, I even told Chris, because I was like, the last thing I wanted to do, because I knew, you know, I knew, because I found out it was a Wednesday night when, when Maddie went home early from the service. Mm-hmm. And then that Thursday night is when I found out that she had tested positive. Yeah. So I was like, dang, that sucks. So that's why I was like, crap. So that means Santiago and the boys are going to be there too. And they're all going to have to quarantine. So then, especially when y'all weren't there Sunday, I'm like, all right, yeah, they definitely quarantining. So I was like, I made it a point to check on y'all because I'm like, I'd, the last thing I would want to do is have you guys think that no one really cares type thing. Right. You know what I mean? So I even told Chris, I'm like, bro, I said, I've been making it a point to check on him. I texted you like at least three times, times in quarantine, yeah, bro. Like, bro, y'all good? Do you need sure. anything? Sure. You got enough toilet paper? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then even with the USB, um, I just couldn't make it over there until that day I actually did. Mm-hmm. You know, but I wanted to make sure I got it to you because it's like, bro, like, y'all are part of the body too. Like, For sure. y'all aren't just out here, whatever. Yeah. And you know, that, was, a, part of that was a dope feeling. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt good to be on the receiving end of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I wouldn't trade that for nothing, bro. Yeah. At all. Yeah, it's man, always I good mean, to, we, to feel appreciated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, we love you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when when people genuinely love you, whether it be, you know, friendship or, you know, spouse, whatever, when people mm-hmm. love you, they can see the value in you and they and they value you. For sure. In that sense. And that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I see <laughs> I see your worth. You know what I mean? Like, I see where you are. I don't like where you are right now. <laughs> and yeah. Stuck in your house. <laughs> Pretty but much. But I'm going to do what I can and see what I can do to, to help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and that's what it is, man. You know, and that's what the church fam does. Like, especially, like, Nick and Misty are really good at seeing where people flourish, where people shine, where people are good at. Yeah. And placing them there. And once people can grasp what they're worth in the in the in the ministry that they're in, bro, it's like there's no stopping it, right? Because so think about what happened on Wednesday. Like your worth as a believer, everybody's flowing spiritually. Everybody's flowing in the anointing. Mm-hmm. So your value, or even the value of the anointing, is priceless. For sure. Because everyone was flowing it. You had people crying. You had people falling out. You had people laughing. Laughing you had people, like crazy. Bro, Manny, did did you see him when he was like jumping up and down? Mm-hmm. Do you know why he was jumping up and down like that? Nah. <laughs> he. This is exactly what he said. So we were like, all right, man, you're going to be the first one in the hot seat. So me, Havana, and Lexi were going to pray for him, right? He's sitting down. He's like, I had this pain in my knee. I'm like, really? I said, what? I said, well, uh, what'd you do? He's like, I didn't do anything. It just started hurting. That sounds awfully familiar with my <laughs> neck, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, all right. So, all right, it's on and popping, right? So we're going to pray for this thing. So we start declaring scripture, pleading the blood over it, praying in tongues, this and that, right? Bro, he got up. His he didn't feel any pain in his knee at all. That's amazing. That's why he was jumping up and down like that. That's fine. And that's why he was celebrating. That's and fine. when he did that, I was like, bro, a miracle just happened in front of us. And so he ran over to Gigi, and I was like, let's go over there too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and and like these juices are flowing. Let's see, if right? We can make this yeah. So for sure. So and that's the thing. It's like you you gotta know, you gotta know your worth as a believer. If you don't know, you can step into that place. To pray for somebody like that, then you'll never do it. If you don't know that you can step into into a position to minister to somebody on a personal level, mm-hmm. but to get to that level, it still stems. To get to that level stems from you got to grow in there, growing and knowing your worth. Right, <laughs> exactly. Because you can't just get there from just waking up. Yeah, and like <laughs> like just reading your Bible and not meditating on the word and not asking the spirit to breathe life into it and not, having the relationship, man. Yeah, you have exactly. to seek him. You got to right. you got to want to talk to him as much as you want to go on Facebook, as much as you yeah. want to go on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case is, as much as you want to make a TikTok video. Yeah, facts. That's the same way you got to seek the relationship. Honestly, even more than you desire those things like you should want to desire God more than anything. So it's like I, I, I want, I want the things of God more than I want my Xbox, more than I want the TV, more than I want social media. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the desire and the drive you gotta right. have. You gotta because you have to, and you have you see, and so you you have to know your worth, but you also have to know the worth of Jesus Himself. Sure. You have to know the worth of God in your life. You have to know the the worth of your purpose. 
in Christ. Mm-hmm. You have to know. Because if you don't know, you don't know what to seek. You right. don't know what you're what to go for. You right. know what I mean? And that's what I mean when God told me, you're called to lead the next generation into my presence through music, praise, and worship. I'm like, okay, so what I'm doing is in line with that right now. But now how can I grow in that? Mm-hmm. How can I mold that into what God wants it to be? So I have to know the worth of my call as well. Right. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah. nobody else, no one else has the exact same call that I have. You know what I mean? There's people who are called to lead people into, you know, but... But just that. Right. But also they're not designed to make the same songs that I'm going to make. Right. They're not designed to hear the same things I'm going to hear. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not built like that. I mean, even the Bible is not designed for people to interpret it the same way. That's for the most part. That's true. <laughs> for the most part, that's true. You know what I mean? Because you can get two different interpretations from the same exact line. Yeah. Again, the words that's, don't that's change. True. It's that's the true. meaning that. But changes. see, and that's the thing. But that that that's revelation. That's what revelation is. That's what I was talking about. Like when the word comes alive in you. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, man. Like if you know, if you know your worth. If you know the worth of what you bring to the table and you grow in that, bro, you're like unstoppable. 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 For sure. Nobody's touching you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's what I mean. It's like you got to think, man. God literally, with his hands, physically molded man and breathed life into him. You're you're worth something. Yeah. Because anybody who's willing to put their hand and create something... That to them is worth something. That takes time. The, sa- the same way shoes are worth something to people. Purses mm-hmm. are worth worth something. Clothing is worth stuff. Electronics. Whatever. Electronics. It's worth money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you take somebody's iPhone and you slam it on the ground, they're going to get pissed. It's going to be some fighting words. Right. <laughs> like they're going to get pissed off because, bro, you know how much this phone costs? You're it's, worried about the like worth, your worth <laughs> of the phone. Absolutely. But see, a human life is priceless. And God doesn't desire anybody to go to hell. <laughs> but a life is a life. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're black, white, brown, yellow, red, purple. Yellow, I don't care. Nothing. It don't it doesn't matter, bro. A human life is day. a human life, and a human exactly. life is worth it to God. Correct. And his grace is sufficient. Uh-huh. The Bible says that Jesus hasn't come back yet because God's giving us time. As a whole, he's giving people time to be brought into the kingdom, to be saved. Yeah. So Jesus could have came back a long time ago, but God is being graceful and giving us time to get our acts together. Basically, <laughs> to to accept Jesus. Yeah. To accept him before he comes back. You know what I mean? And I kind of feel the presence right now, so I want to just do this. So everybody listening right now, if you have never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, we actually want to give you that opportunity to do that now. Okay, the Bible says that we all fall short of the of the glory of God. Uh, we all we all have sinned, <laughs> but whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so, right now, if if you would like to say this prayer, if you would like to be sure that you would go to heaven and open up your life to a brand new adventure in the things of God and what God has for your life, because God loves you so much, you're worth it to Him. If you were the last person on this earth, if you were the only person on this earth, Jesus still would have died on the cross for you. You got to understand how how worthy God sees you. You're worthy to accept Jesus. You're worthy to go to heaven. 
So we're gonna lead, I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. And if you wanna, if you follow along, if you believe this in your heart and confess this with your mouth, then you'll be on your way to heaven and and have a brand new life in Christ. So just close your eyes and say, Dear Lord Jesus, say, Come into my heart, wash me and cleanse me, make me new. Say, I recognize that Jesus is the Son of God. He died on a cross for me, and he rose from the dead, and he's seated at the right-hand side of the Father. Now say this, say, send your spirit to lead me and guide me into the perfect plan you have for me. Say, give me a boldness to tell people about the good news of Jesus. Say, I'm saved, I'm free, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, man, welcome to the family. We'd love to hear from you. Um, follow us on Twitter. Instagram, <laughs> Priests and Kings. Um, we'll have the Facebook up, Priests and Kings Podcast. Follow us there, and on one of those pages, just tell us, hey, just say, <laughs> hey, I just, yeah, just say, hey, I just I just gave my life to Jesus. Um, and if you don't know what's next, what's next, then ask us, hey, what's next? And then we'll help you with that. We'll help guide you. I encourage you to get plugged into a church and to an active church that's doing things to impact their community and growing in the things of God. Find one, get plugged in into a community and grow. So with that being said, love you guys so much. Before we get out of here, we got another couple 16s. We're going to spit. Spit. We're just going to spit it. <laughs> Glad we got these spit catches, though. Facts. <laughs> Pop filters. That's what they call them. They're fine. See? Wow. Terminology. You never would have known. Nope. Pop filters. Not at all. I thought they were just spit catches. Spit catches. <laughs> like dream catchers, but yes, for sir. spit. I get it. But for spit. That's cool. All right. So, <laughs> so I'm going first this time, right? Yes, you are, right, sir. I'm going first this time. I think I remember it, so I'm gonna like try oh, and do it okay. without. Okay, my... okay. Oh, your worth over here. I'm still reading off my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm still <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hope I remember all my lyrics. If not, this gonna be awkward. Uh. One take, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I spit hot fire like Dylan. Grew up in G8, but now I bite in Florida where I reside in. Some people talking slick, but they ain't really about it. Fools speak loud while the humble remain silent. You can call me pious, but I'm righteous. I guess you want an argument, but I digress. Wifey is my queen like your highness I am 
winning when I'm killing them with kindness Some people think I'm wildin' but I hear his whisper like he's speaking through a silencer Still small voice of the spirit of the carpenter That's who I'm calling on, yeah that's a follow up And that's the way I live until my clock is up Surviving life is tough and it's a portable You say you wanna change, well then you gotta call an audible End of my 16 and this is what I'm charging you Love God and love people cause that's all I'm trying to do Check, check Hey yo, it's the dude that used to act real rude But I still tell you the truth Or will I just keep it to myself and recruit? Yo, that's just something that I really don't need Energy that I really don't feed I'm just trying to keep the peace Nah, I mean, I'm just trying to ride clean Fresh new whip with a sick gleam Life's a game, and you know I don't play And you know I'm gonna win Yeah, you heard that right I got the cheat code of life And that's my God, Jesus Christ Everybody put your hands up if you feel it tonight And if you're feeling it night And if the feeling is right Then your spirit is right And that's how I'm signing off Yo Right, priests and kings Get it. I like that. I went off on that one, bro. No, I like that. Okay. Okay. You know how bad I wanted to share that, that cheat code of life line to you, bro? <laughs> yeah, you mentioned it like twice. I'm like, okay, yes, right, sir. Right, I was very that. eager. I'm like, yo, this cheat code of life line that? is fire. <laughs> fire, bro. That was good, man. Yes, sir. Well, signing off. Yes, sir. This has been another episode of Priests and, and Kings. Kings. Love you guys. Love ya. If you accepted Jesus, they threw a party in heaven for you. Yes, sir. Welcome to the family. Welcome. And uh, remember to hit us up, man. Remember to hit us up. Let us know. Hey, yo, just gave my life to Jesus. What now? Yeah, man. All right, if you don't know. Or even just send us a quick little message. Yeah, quick little testimony. Hey, thank you guys for what you do. Yeah. You know, we we, we appreciate you in advance. Facts. Let us know <laughs> our worth. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you let me know my worth. <laughs> Word. All right? I keep negativity somewhere else, though. Facts. All right. Love you guys. Love Holla. you. Peace.